I'm Vince. And I'm Travis. And we're about to ruin your games and stuff. This is Travis! Welcome to Undesign. Travis, we're back again. Vince, we are back again. Now we, Well, we rolled another thing, man. That's that's what. Oh, uh, we did roll a thing. That was um that was uh the, the challenge of the quote regular game. Yes. I have a very specific I, I have a very specific thing I mean here, Trav. That's good because I have absolutely no idea what that means. So <laughs> So luckily at the start of every show you tell me what it means when I don't know what it means. So let's do that first. Okay. So what I mean here is the single largest thing. Here is my argument, Travis. The single greatest thing that stands between people and playing the role-playing games they love is actually getting people together for a regular game. Oh, that kind of regular game. Like like a, a game every week at the same time with the same people. Yes. Oh, man, I, my head went somewhere completely different when, when I read that topic. I was like, the, the regular game, you just mean like everybody's playing like people in 2019? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> We're all normies. It's 2019. We're going to get up. We're going to do the pay uh, pay our taxes bill. We're going to check our smartphones. Game. So let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Surf Facebook for a half hour when you should be working the mini game. Yeah. No, no. So the challenges of a regular game? Yes, having a regular game and getting people together to actually play mm. the darn thing. Yeah, it's a, it's certainly a a, a, a sweeping problem uh, a lot of the times, and also a, a huge payout. Right. So you know, most of the time when I see people, like there is a hundred memes on Facebook about this, right? Like this is a super commonly memed thing. Oh, okay. I, I'm on. not much of a Facebooker, so t- tell me, tell me about it. Well, it's just like getting your group together for a regular thing is like, oh, that'll be it's always like, oh, well, you know, it's as impossible as this thing, you know, some mm. super impossible thing. They'll be like, well, yeah. not as impossible as getting my people together to play a regular game. I can see that being memed. Yep. So it's it's that kind of stuff is generally what you see. And uh, this is a thing that, you know, certainly there was a point in our life where we struggled with it as well. Yeah, I, I, I literally changed the way I ran games completely to work out the problem. Like, I was like, this is an issue, so I'm just going to do it different, you know? Which is exactly why I wanted to talk about this oh, today. okay. All right. So I want you to tell us, Travis. Oh, God. How did you now. solve that problem? How did I solve that? Well, my problem was I had a group of people and you know we were all friends but we all had different different like things going on in our lives and we couldn't get together on a single day every week to get some gaming done and we all wanted the game right yep this is the, this is the thing this is the 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 setup of this so this is the eternal challenge yeah yeah this is the problem and so instead of worrying about okay well well so and so has to work and so and so has to go to school and everybody has all the, all these other things, relationships going on, you know, you got to go, you know, allow for date nights and stuff. You got, there's stuff that has to happen in everybody's life. Um, I, 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 I changed my mind about just like saying, let's just play Saturday, you know, Hey, everybody, let's get together and play on Saturday. That just, it wasn't going to work. There was no way to make it work. It wouldn't be the same people every week. It would literally just be a rotating door. It would be like half of the group, Half of the time, 
uh, and the other half, another half of the time, and then you know, just d- different percentages just throughout the whole campaign. Yep. It wasn't going to work. So I was just like, all right, here's what's going to, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to play with whoever's available, whenever they're available, whenever, whenever we can. That was my, my, my way of coping with this, right? Yep. So it would be like Tuesday afternoon at 3 p.m., you know? And it was like, okay, you, you, and you are here, so let's let's go. We're going to play part of this game. Everyone's still in the same campaign world. Everything's still, you know, like build, building up to something um, together in the end. there's there, there, Everything's crossing over, or the different arcs. It, it, it looked a lot like, you know, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There were separate stories going on in the universe, but with a central theme to it all. Right. Um, building up to something important. And it gave us the freedom to just, just cross over characters and storylines at any time that we needed to. Um, there were a lot of challenges involved. You have to figure out ways to, you know, have people come in and out of, out of the, uh, go, go, go on and off the stage, um, consistently without feeling trite, you know? Yep. Um, but it was, it was manageable with, with certain, um, techniques and, 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 you know, with, with, a um, some forgiveness, you know, you just forgive, forgive the fact that you need to get somebody into the game. So let's just figure it out, make something simple up and go with it. Just ev- everybody agree that that's okay. Um, right. So that we can get our game time done. Um, and that's, that's, that's the way I GM'd for uh, probably seven years. So I think, I think seven years is a rough estimate of how long I, I ran that style of game. And, and it worked, right? I mean, that's the, the In a certain capacity, element here. Yes, it had a lot of downsides, but it did work. Like we got campaigns done. Right. You actually got to experience a full story like you got to tell the story you wanted to tell. Yes, sometimes people missed some key moments and other people missed other key moments. And that's fine Mm -hmm. because everybody was just on board that like, look, it's it's either this or we just don't play at all. Right. And I think what the important part about that lesson there is is that oftentimes people can let sort of the perfect become the enemy of the good here. To a mm-hmm. degree mm-hmm. where it's like, well, we don't have Jim, so we're not playing today. I've like, heard that's... that so many times in my gaming career. So many times. Just like, oh, so-and-so can't play. Guess we're not playing that this week. Right. And all that ends up getting you is not playing games. Right? Yep. That's the end of that road is you're not playing games. Or, or, or you know, sometimes you, you can get something good out of that. Like, Sometimes you can just like be like, all right, well, let's start something new. Let's you know roll some characters and play a little bit, but also that detracts from your main game, right? Um, it takes time away from your game, and if it's better than your main game, that's a big problem too. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> it just overtakes it. It's like, oh, we're not gonna play that anymore. I think it's one of the things you really have to avoid is like avoid the let's just do a different game temporarily thing. Mm. To me, that never works. Because what ends up happening in the end is you lose the thread. You've got seven different actual games going on. Whereas if you just played it like you're describing, mm-hmm. right, where um, what we're going to do is say, okay, this is how it's working. And we're all on board for that. Then what ends up happening is you still have one consistent through line and story. Right. There's and momentum that continues up. through. It's a right. lot of momentum based physics yep. here. <laughs> exactly. Whereas what's going to happen when you keep trying to split off games is then you're going to have two people from group A and two people from group B mm-hmm. available and zero people actually ready to play. Right. Like mm-hmm. 
what's going to happen is you just end up with no with you know 20 characters over four games and none of them are all here together right now of course i developed my system out of necessity though um it isn't the way i would choose to play games okay sure um like if i had the choice i would always pick like let's do it on saturday <laughs> like right you know like let's play the game one day a week for a set period of time with the same people every week if possible yeah and i think that's right i mean i think we would all prefer that world mm-hmm. right um i you know as i've mentioned before on this this podcast i consider myself very very lucky because i happen to be in that situation like i have had yeah, the long-term a, game group Yes, I have a long-term game group. We've played on the same day every week, more or less, for 18 years now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, I think that that's, that's a rarity. I know how lucky I am to have, you know, great people who sit at my table uh, who've been— a, And by the way, this is the, the group has rotated some, although there is still one of the original players in of mm-hmm. my original four. I think um, that's important, though. I, I think that's that's a good thing. But there's continuity like there are multiple people at the group who have been in that group for more than a decade. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, multiple. And to me, it's it's one of those things that a if you if you want to try to get the regular game going. So I, I think your way is great. If you just can't find the regular group. In my mind, the answer is exactly how you solved it. I think you were dead on play when you can play with who you can play with and just keep playing. Right, and just keep playing Actually keep going play in that game. story. Yes, just keep going in that story. This this is the problem. People think that, like, oh, well, we can't go through that story because Jim is going to miss something, and how do we explain Jim's character not being there? Who cares? You just do. Jim went to go do something else, right? Like, his character is off doing some other thing, mm-hmm. and that's just fine. We're all going to accept that. Yeah, and, and in this situation, ideally, why not have characters that have enough depth that they can go do something else and it be, you know, viable? Yeah, Jim's off pursuing one of his own goals, right? That mm-hmm. he has, He's trying to find his lost parents or this missing artifact or whatever. Who cares? Just have... or Jim's not there this week because he got captured, and you got to go save him because he's going to sure. be back next week. So let's go. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we got to save him. We got to get Jim so he can play next week. Lots of ways to get around it. I agree. And if if you're worried that like, oh, but what if some players miss something? Who cares? Catch them up. Yeah, Yeah, they'll 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 deal. Like they can, they you will be able to tell them later. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. And look, if 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 there's a like, uh, and what I always try to do, if if there was like a disproportionate amount of time someone else was playing, then try to make time for those people who aren't getting as much game time. You know, try try and make some allowances for them. Give them some extra game time. Agreed. Um, so here's my thoughts. I want to I want to add to that with like how ha- what are the things that I've done to have a long term group? Because I imagine. Yeah, because because that's the thing. That's what this is about is the actual uh, the, a regular group. So what what tell us. OK, so here's how I have gotten myself to have a regular game group. All right. Because it's admittedly not easy, okay? So thing number one is you find the best possible people you can play with. I know that sounds mm-hmm. silly. I know that sounds trite. But you. But but here's my honest answer. It sounds elitist, my friend. It, it is. Be an elitist. Mm. Like, absolutely be mm. an elitist. I don't suffer fools at my table, okay? 
because bad people lead to bad groups and cause them to break up. Oh, man. This is a hard line. I don't know. I don't know. And if your answer is, but Vince, I've only got the choice of playing with bad people. No, you don't. Not anymore. The internet exists. There is a great app out there called Game 4. Okay? And, like, Game 4. G-A-M-E-F-O-R. Game 4. Oh, my. Is this like a Tinder for gamers? Yeah. Yes. 100%. Without without the random hookups, I mean. Without the creepiness, yes. It's 100%. It was developed by uh, a group out of Wisconsin. It's it's, So, Adam from Tabletop Minions. Great channel. Mm. Great dude. Yeah, yeah. He um he is actually his company built this and it's wonderful because you can go on there and you can say I'm looking for this game and I'm in this area. You can set a neutral spot to meet up that's mm. safe, like a game you store. Try, and you can try some new gamers. And you can try some new gamers. Like with this isn't the nineteen eighties anymore. We're not yeah. relying on message boards and you only having the four people you know. Like the internet is a thing. Use it. Find good people. There are tons of good people, especially now when RPGs are in a renaissance because D&D came back strong and people are playing a lot of different role-playing games now. And so because people are rediscovering, as as is always the trajectory, they get into the base game, then they go play other games as well. So there's just – there's a ton of gamers out there. I think this this, this brings up an issue, though. Like what about when when you don't know that Jim is – the worst until you're like deep in it. Yeah, sure. You you like fall. Maybe within... this is a topic for 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 its own. But how 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 do you ask someone to leave your game group? Right. Sure. Well, I'll say like one. I that's that is your your that is your your action of last resort. Even I will say that. Right. You don't because that's, that's the problem with your with, with what you're saying. You know what I mean? Because like you sometimes you don't know until you're deep in it. And and at that point. It's it seems kind of uh, sometimes it's just not okay to do that, right? Well, one, no, it's it's okay to do that. Oh, like, wow. but but here's what I'll say: that doesn't have to be your first thing. Okay? okay, the first thing you do shouldn't be kick people out of your group. Right, it should be right? try to help them get better. Right? Correct. Yeah, exactly. When I say I don't suffer fools. Okay. Okay, this is much. But this this okay, big upturn upturn in the conversation. I'm much happier now. All right. Okay. When I say I don't suffer fools, I mean I'm not going to suffer. I want to I want to suffer Jim for a little while. I want to try and help him, you know, shape him into a better RPGer. Absolutely, because nobody came out a great, perfect role player, right? We all had. That was pretty good. No, uh, no you're right. Well, exactly. You you were pretty good. Uh, you've always <laughs> no. been actually a pretty great and amazing player and GM. But um, but yes, nobody comes out like the perfect role player. Right. So it's not like step one is excommunication, right? Okay. Step one is you talk to them. This is another thing. People are usually afraid to have this conversation. We don't like these. Communication is so important for a a steady game group, right? A hundred percent. So like if Jim is cheating or acting like a a butthead or, you know, hogging the spotlight or any of the sort of bad behaviors that can be out there, you sit down separately. You don't bring, you don't do it in the group. You don't make Jim feel attacked by eight people. Right. That's well. Yeah, because that's never going to end well. You put people on the defensive when you do that, right? You get you you pull Jim aside after a game, before a game. You talk to him over email, whatever, text. Who cares? Um, I wouldn't do it over text or emails if I could right. avoid it. It's just voice to voice. Unless that's the that's that's the medium which you're playing through. Sure. <laughs> and you you have a conversation and say, look, this is what I see. It's 
you're you're making people uncomfortable. You're doing these bad things, and it's disruptive to the game group. Here's, I here's think, a way that you can make it better. Right, and and you you get prescriptive, and you know you give people a couple chances to fall down, and and because it's people don't change overnight. It's not like you have this conversation once and people are just like, oh, okay, I'm I understand, and I'm all better now. Oftentimes, it might take a couple shots at this, right? Yeah. And you you put in the work. Now, if after uh, a couple months, Jim still hasn't improved mm, and it, and yeah. it's not and is shown that he's not interested in changing. Right. Then it's OK to pull him aside and say, look, Jim, we've talked about this before and it's just not getting better. You, you, people aren't having having a good time. We need to ask you to leave. Yeah, you're out. You're done. Like you are yeah. just invited from this group, man. I'm sorry it had to come to that, but that's what it is. And that is a super hard conversation to have. It's really hard. I've had it before. And it's it's just it's heartbreaking. It it, it, it hurts me inside just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So and, and I think sometimes that, these are your friends. Sure. Like I've had great friends that were just awful gamers. Right. Just the worst gamers. <laughs> like people I would never want to role play with. But I but I love as friends. Right. So it's tough. It is. And I think here's the thing. For most people, if you sit down and you actually have this open dialogue, you can turn it around. Mm-hmm. Right. Most people can become can better versions yeah. themselves as long as you're collaborative with them and you're not. You don't want to be mean or talk down to them. You know, you have and to. As long you, as you're also open to change, if you if you are also open to listening to them and what you know how they feel and what makes a game fun for them, you know, as long as you're open to that that same kind of kind of back and forth. Exactly. Um, here's part two, and this is I think actually the much more important part. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I treaded all over that. <laughs> you're okay. It's good. It was a good discussion to have. It's really important because there's a lot to unpack there. Here's the second part. Uh, you have to be a zealous advocate for your game. Yeah. You if you have to be relentless. Enthusiasm is is such a key. Yes. Like I my players who are at my table will tell you that I am relentless. They know that if they are telling me they're not showing up, there better be a good reason. Mm-hmm. Because I will not put up with like why? Why aren't you showing up? What's going on? What why is that important? That's not important. You should be here instead. <laughs> Cuz gaming is the is what is important. Because we all got together and said, this is a commitment we're Mm. making. Now, stuff will come up in life, and that happens. People have, you know, important events happen in their life, and that's okay. Great. Those things happen. I don't ever chide somebody for something that's that's truly important, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're sick. You know, you're like, literally, you're sick. Great. Okay. That's a normal thing that happens. You know, you get married. You get divorced. You get, you have a kid. Whatever, right? Something is going to happen. Great. (laughs) <laughs> that that gives you an excuse. But I better not hear, well, I'm kind of tired today, or I got busy, or I scheduled something else. The heck you did, okay? If I ever hear I scheduled something else on game night, that's a very fast way to have a hard conversation with me, okay? Because you better not be scheduling anything else unless it is one of those life mission critical things, okay? If you're telling me you had to go to the doctor and that was the only time it was available, Super cool. You're not, I'm, I'm good. No need to explain. Totally understandable. Go take care of yourself. Self-care is important, right? But if you tell me like, oh, well, you know, there was somebody and I, I, I they wanted to go out to dinner and, you know, I said, oh, well, let's do it on this night. And it was our normal game night. Cool. I understand that you're not committed to this group now. Right. Right. You know, um, 
and, and you have to impress that onto everyone. It sounds mm-hmm. harsh. I know it does. I mean, I'm, I'm right now. I'm like, I, as you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking all these, all these different ways to come back at this because I, I really do feel like what you're saying is very harsh. Um, I, I, I feel like you can approach it with enthusiasm and show that enthusiasm and try and and uh, communicate that to the people that you are inviting to your game every week. Um, but I think you can have an allowance for people who are less reliable. You can, you can have that allowance the same way that I, w- when I did get into rhythms of steady games, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I still had players who would come in and out regularly and they were almost always the same people, right? It was the yes. same people who had problems showing up every time. One um, of our, one of our mutual friends, I'm sure is amongst that. Group. I, I'm multiple of our mutual friends. I like, like I could, I could list probably five people right. that I've had, that, I, that I've had that kind of a, uh, a, a gaming, um, relationship with, right. Yep. Where it's like, okay, well, I understand you're going to be in and out a lot. So here's, I, uh, and what happened, what would happen with these, these players is that I would, I would explain to them that they probably would not get spotlight time in the game the way that regular players would okay yep so the people that were coming in and out wouldn't get those great big you know those moments in in role playing where you're just like oh that was the best thing ever because it was about my character and my character got to fulfill this whatever fulfill this 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 goal this dream all of those things now those will still exist for these people that go in and out but they won't be as big that there won't be such a crescendo right yeah um and I made them aware of that. And, and if they were okay with that, we didn't have problems. Um, we would also build in ways for them to get in and out without a problem too. So it wouldn't disrupt the players who were regular again, because I, as the GM have to focus on the regulars within, within the setting. Now, of course I'm coming at this as a GM. I'm not coming at it as a player because a, you know, a player is going to look at this situation differently. Um, but that's how that, the, these are, these are ways that I would cope with the, that, what you're describing. Yeah, and I think that's good. That that you have to be have both carrot and stick in my mind, right? And you only get the stick out when the carrot doesn't work. Is is mm-hmm. my answer. You always lead with the carrot, mm-hmm. but sometimes you got to get out the stick. And I agree, it's harsh, but my methods work. They do, <laughs> uh, no, no doubt about it. Your your gaming group has lasted a very very long time. Now here's the third and perhaps most important thing. This is this so this is sort of a triumvirate of things to me. And here's the third one. And I think this one is is going to feel obvious once I say it. You ready, Trev? Run great games. Yeah, that's a that's important. So I don't just mean the enthusiasm for playing it, but like run great games. Have the players have good characters that are happy to and that want to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Have a story where they're forced to interact with each other in unique ways. Have compelling stories happening. That's the toughest right. one. I I think I think it's actually summed up better as depth. Like you need depth at your game table. Um, The players need depth. Their characters need depth. The story needs depth. The campaign settings need depth. The games you play need depth of some kind Um, because otherwise you're just going to end up playing the same thing over and over again because you're, you're stagnant. So depth is the key. Yeah. So this is, I would compare this to television to must see TV or something. Right. Uh, at the height of Game of Thrones, which we don't need to worry about the ending of that, whatever, whatever happened, and that's yeah, I still fine. haven't seen it because you know people said it was bad, so whatever. Sure, but like at the height of Game of Thrones, think about how often you missed. If you were, if you, dear listener, were watching Game of Thrones, 
how often did you miss an episode? I would guess rarely. Yeah, most probably, people made never. it. Yeah, appointment viewing. They cleared mm-hmm. their calendar. To right, sit it was down. old style television watching. Like that's yes. that's the way people were were devoted to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had that depth, it had that interest. It was you wanted to see the episode. You didn't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. Fill your players with the same sense as well as you can, right? Especially if you're the game master. But but this is a shared responsibility. This isn't just the game master. Players make a game as much as the GM does. And if if you've truly got that level of investment, of interest, and of storytelling going on, people will make arriving at the game a must-see, a must-do thing, right? And and that happens exactly like you said, from depth. So to me, that's how how do you get that regular game? It's those three things. Right. And I did them in order of increasing importance. Um, I, I think if you and, and that requires, you know, if, if you really want the regular group, if you're the, the zealous advocate, then my recommendation would be you should also be running the game for a long time. Like I, I ran our, our regular weekly game for a long time before somebody else GM'd. Mm-hmm. And, and that was because I was well, here. That's a, that's another thing, though, like a consistent GM. Yeah. kind of really will really make or break a, a game uh, game group, I think. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, you can have rotating GMs, but there's I mean, there, there needs to be someone who can who can hold hold on to it for a long period of time. Um, consistency is important because you're 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 asking for consistency yep. uh, of your group. Right. Especially if you're ramping up newer players who might yeah. not have the confidence to get behind the screen yet, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to get them fully invested over that year, two years, three years might take before they're ready to step up and run a game. And by the yeah. way, some might never be, and that's okay too. Some might oh, be yeah, permanent yeah. players. Super fine. But you will build a crop of your own replacements if you do the, all those things. As the GM, I mean, as the person running, you can you can teach by example. So yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like people yep. will know right away the kind of game you want to play after you've completed your first game. <laughs> you know, like oh wow, I I get it. I see what's what, what you find fun, and I like that too. Maybe I could do that. Yeah, I agree. That's the it's. I, I, you agree so much, I made you yawn. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, now, now, Travis, the people are going to not know what you're talking about because I'll actually cut out that silence. Oh, no. <laughs> but now you have to leave it in because we're talking about it in depth. Uh, now I'll still cut it out. There's people who just know we're talking about something I cut out. See, that's the, the magic of editing. Um, or maybe I'll just cut out all this. You don't know. Oh, God, I have no control over this reality. <laughs> I'm just going to cut straight to that. Uh, the the thing that I I, I think is probably the most important to impress there is you saying you can teach by example like you will make the gaming group you want by being that person Mm -hmm. if you want to see a group where people are playing deep characters and sharing deep stories and emotional revelations and that kind of stuff then you better be setting up your game and putting in the work to do those types of things if you're asking for consistency be consistent too Yes, you better show up on time. You better show up prepared. You better have good stories ready. You know, like you cannot ask of anybody else something you're not willing to do yourself, period. Mm. If if you set the gold standard, people will generally rise to the occasion. 
if you don't, if you're wishy-washy, if you take times off, if you're like, oh, I'm not really prepared this week, I don't know, you know, you kind of give an okay game, it's fine, and then that happens a couple times. I mean, everybody has an off week, but if it's kind of happening regularly, mm, then you're telling your players, we're not taking this seriously. It's okay, guys. Who cares? Right? So, yeah, that's, I agree. Anything else we have to say about this one? I mean, what was the, what was the name of this topic again? Uh, how to get the regular game. I, I, yeah, whatever that is. I don't know. We talked about that a bunch. That's undesigned. <laughs> I don't remember what the exact title is, but that's probably what I'll name it. Yeah. Uh, the challenge of the regular game. There you go. That's what I call sure. it. Terrible title, like always for me. Yeah, we undesigned that. Let's let's move on. Totally undesigned. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Very good. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Give us a good rating or review on iTunes. That probably does something, and so we're grateful for it. Uh, if you want to check out the more content from myself, you can look on YouTube under Vincent Venturella. Uh, I have lots of stuff related to wargaming and thoughts on game design and miniature painting and all of that stuff there. Uh, but as always, we thank you very much for listening to this one, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.